I was just saying. I don't care about your opinion. I just well, I'll tell you what I think. What's that you're saying? Would you just listen? I don't think so. Remember, ladies, one must not get one's knickers in a twist. I just... Please listen. Shh. I'm trying to help you. Listen. I don't think so. Excuse me. Well, I don't care. I don't care. Listen. Shut up and listen. Hi, everyone. It's me, Heather Matarazzo, for a special impromptu Shut Up and Listen, aka mini episode, aka I need to post this because fucking Wonder Woman was so incredible. Hashtag go see Wonder Woman. So I just got home from the Arclight where I sat next to, um, on my right, a disgruntled gentleman who was an asshat that continually heaved inside Throughout the course of the film, and then to my left, um, someone who appreciated it, um, and also someone who uh, I am absolutely in love with, and who is on the podcast for the first time, Heather Terman. Hi. 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 Um, okay, so we saw Wonder Woman tonight at the Arclight. Yeah. I need to know everything because we didn't discuss it on the car ride home like we normally do. No, we forbade it until we <laughs> got on here. Yeah. You need to know everything? I need to know everything. I'm, there's, there's too much. I think, do you want, okay, should we just start at the beginning? Yes, at the beginning. Okay, at the beginning. It's a very good place to start. At the beginning, first and foremost, I'm going to note that Robin Wright is in the first, like, 1520. Hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. Like, forget Wonder... Like, okay, no, I don't want to say that. (laughs) Because she's great. It's all great. But, like, I really appreciate the elder women in this movie being hot as fuck. But let me ask you why. What is it about the elder women that is so attractive to you personally? Power and confidence. Always. Always. And what does that look like to you? What was it about Robin Wright? No longer Robin Wright Penn, might I add. Yes, I have to admit that Sean Penn has fantastic taste in women. Yeah, and thank God that fucking Robin Wright, you know, dodged the baseball bat. But Madonna didn't. <laughs> well, more power to Madonna. <laughs> Madonna's God. Okay. <laughs> Shall we? But seriously, though, Robin Wright, what was so powerful? What was so sexy about her? Um, defiance, first and foremost. Defiance of what? Order that she knew was... Uh, um. Like a, uh, I guess what's the, d- d- um, order, which was from a state of denial, right? Because the queen essentially forbade her. I mean, she had tried to say like, let's train this chick, but ultimately, um, the queen had to find out that she was doing it. So I think that that number one 
And number two, th- no, no, that's number two. Number one is fearlessness. Because when the men showed up, I mean, she was a badass motherfucker. Like, right? Uh, but here's the thing that I'm going to add to that. And like, AKA fucking spoilers ahead. The whole thing is going to be spoiler. The whole thing is going to be a fucking spoiler. Um, so, you know, log off now. Pause the queue if you haven't seen it yet. Spoilers ahead. But I will say this. The thing that I thought was so fucking beautiful, and I think I know exactly the moment that you're talking about, um, is when she said shield. Yeah. And it wasn't about her being the singular hero, but it was about the connection that she had with the other women and that they were all fucking working together. Yes. For the singular fucking purpose. And there, the trust was, and there was no, there was never any doubt of the trust. It was there. The second it was said, they all fucking, it was fucking incredible. Ah, and a great callback for later. Such a huge fucking callback for later, which we'll get to. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. You guys, And this is the thing, like, so good. And here's, like, okay, she was a badass, all of it. Um, But I got to add, I mean, I got to say, I mean, uh, what's so great is that, I mean, this Greek island, and they don't call it Greek, but we fucking know it's Greek because there's all the gods and there's Zeus and, you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah, well, they don't call it the fucking island of Lesbos. That's what I was going to say, but it's fucking obvious it is because it's all women. And there is the mythological island of Lesbos in which the term lesbians comes from. And it's an actual fucking island. I know. In which which I have to say. In mythology, it's because they say that all the women were sent there, right? Or is that real too? (laughs) Who the fuck knows? But all I know (laughs) is that it makes me think of... Rosie O'Donnell's first appearance. Did you no, know Donald or O'Donnell? No, it's fucking um, Ellen DeGeneres' first appearance on Rosie O'Donnell's talk show. Okay. I'm slightly tipsy. Because I know. I was going to say, my love, don't you know Rosie? It's no, O'Donnell. I know. But, uh, well, I mean, for fuck's sakes, who gives a shit at this point? We're all going to fucking die thanks to No, you're, you said it correctly. It was just the tipsiness. But the point is, is that when Ellen DeGeneres went on Rosie O'Donnell's show, she had talked about being um, Lebanese mm-hmm. from the island yes. of Lesbos. Yes, I remember you that. Know, I remember, her, you know. I saw that clip. Yeah. And I was too young to understand it, but I looked it up later. Oh, I fucking knew, and I was appreciative. The little lesbian inside of me <laughs> was like, "Yeah." Well, you came out to Ellen. I did. I came out to Ellen before I officially came out. But you talked about that on your show before. Have I? You did in Liz Feldman's episode. Oh, that's right. So you did. So I'm not unleashing any secrets. No, you're not. I did. I don't know how fucking comfortable and Ellen DeGeneres felt about it, um, but whatever that's neither here no nor there yeah no it was just you were just young and you're like me too she was probably like sure <laughs> yay lesbians <laughs> they're fabulous i'm fabulous you're fabulous but back to the point there was a total 
feeling of that because there was no man because the character of one of the future Wonder Woman had never seen a man until the character of Chris Pine showed up. Steve. And this is the thing that I think is so. There was so much. (sighs) Go ahead. There's so fucking much, you know, I feel like it, it, it goes into sexuality, sensuality, what it is to be a woman, what it is to be in one's power, what it is to be in one's strength, what it is to be connected to one's intuition, the way that women view the world versus the way that men view the world. Well, that's the center point of it. And let me just say that it's not even just that. Remember I told you I had a revelation? Talk about love and fear. I think women represent love and men represent fear. A and, fucking men. But and that and I know that like sounds like such a narrow-minded like like feminist down with men viewpoint, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when one side is I guess high on power for so long, it inevitably will will operate from a place of fear because once you get so much of something good what happens it's like immediately when you love immediately you're like oh no what if i lose right we talk about this all the time and so we're like then it turns into fear so when men generation after generation from the dawn of time in terms of uh um recorded history in terms of recorded history because before that we know that there was tons of matriarchy and the rest after that's bullshit before god there was the goddess yeah not factual exactly but so from recorded history once men stopped once men started recording essentially um it became much more of a patriarchy and that being said there essentially became when you have so much of, of, of good and when you have so much of something, immediately you fear that you might lose it. And that is the paradox of life, right? You can't always just love. And so then you have women who've always been uh, in, who've always been oppressed. We've always been um, seen as less than. And therefore, because we've experienced more... Um, not only personal struggle, but, um, what words am I looking for? Soul struggle. So, I mean, souls, but that's what I mean by personal. Yeah. Soul struggle. And then just, um, uh, uh, women as a whole, just in a, a gender struggle in general. Um, <clears throat> I think there's, a natural sense of when, when somebody has struggled and faced a ton of oppression, they naturally tend to veer on the side of love. They, right? Like you, you have more compassion because you've been through it. You have more empathy because you've been through it. You can see the good in people, even though like you tend to give them the benefit of the doubt because you tend to be like even the, the worst person, you've tended to see in them a human aspect where you say they're not all bad, right? Like you tend to give people the benefit of the doubt, I think. Yes. I think to a degree that is absolutely accurate. And for me, it makes me think of the feelings of guilt and like the feelings of shame that women have inherited 
in regards to the minute that we speak up for ourselves, the minute that we set a boundary is the minute that it's like, is it okay that I set that boundary? Yeah, sorry. Is, is it our, okay? You know how oh. it's like, you know how it's like, badass is my middle name. Sorry is every woman's middle name. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and, and here's the thing. <sighs> a Patty Jenkins... Please, can we just work together soon? I love you. My mind is blown. Thank you. And B, again, spoilers ahead, folks. Spoilers ahead. But the moment that, oh, and I'm going to start crying again. I know you're crying in the parking garage and I'm like, let's not talk about it until we get to the And I don't sob easily. I like don't. Um, When it comes to fucking movies, I don't. I know. Um, Personally, I do. Um, And I blame it on PMS. (laughs) But you're an incredibly feeling individual. I'm an incredible. You are. You're an incredibly feeling individual. But I don't think that... It's not that you don't. It's I think it's that that just speaks to the fact that most films are not done this well. Well, here's the deal. The moment between fucking Chris Pine's character um, and fucking Wonder Woman, Diana, normally in like the straight male fucking narrative that we're so used to seeing yes it's the straight white dude that's saving the fucking day and the you know woman who's usually fucking straight and white as well fucking gag me with a spoon um feels helpless and oh but here it was it was equal Mm mm-hmm where he he was making the choice and he knew what was going to happen and she wasn't saying oh no 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 because i'm not worth it don't do it don't do it oh my god ah you know because she was fucking busy fighting for the fucking greater good yeah exactly and they both understood and there was such a fucking sense of equality there. And I swear to fucking Christ, because you were not sitting next to the fuck hat. Oh, I saw him though. I did. He was such a fucker. Remember I told you I saw that one face he made? Trust me, I know. Yeah, he was. Like such a fucker. And Just here's the deal. Like, <sighs> Side note. Yeah. This is why there were women only screenings of fucking Wonder Woman. This is why. Because there were fucking few moments in the fucking dome at the arc light tonight where women felt roused enough to fucking exclaim and proclaim and identify and applaud the fucking power that they were seeing on fucking screen. And you know what? If there were no fucking men in the audience that were heaving and fucking sighing and... (sighs) Oh, man, this is a threat to my fucking masculinity. This is a, uh, uh, a fuck off to all of you motherfuckers that are doing that. And B, 
We don't have a fucking safe space. Period. We walk down the street on a fucking daily basis, wondering what threat we might encounter. And some of you fuckers that might be listening might think, oh my God, you're making a big deal out of nothing. Until you have a fucking vagina. And until you fucking walk down the street and actually feel fucking threatened, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And that, and that leads me to the fucking point. Okay. Is that Chris Pine's character trusted Diana. Mm -hmm. There was a fucking side note. Diana's Wonder Woman. Diana is Wonder Woman. There was a fucking mutual trust. Camaraderie. They were comrades. It was fucking equality. Yeah. Camaraderie between men and women, which should be essential between humans. But that is the point. And not even camaraderie. It was fucking. It was an inherent fucking respect. And the thing that I love too. (laughs) Like the beginning (laughs) <laughs> when Chris Pine's character and fucking Diana Wonder Woman were on the boat, he was like, I- I- I'll sleep with you. I'll-, I'll sleep next. Like, uh, well, it's w- the best line in the whole movie. It, it, it's so <laughs> the best line in the whole movie. I'm going to say right now. And because, can I uh, go, go, go. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. This is, this is this drunk is- Heather, but it's beautiful. I'm drunk. <laughs> this is also drunk Heather times two. I'm drunk too. <laughs> Listen, listen, the best thing is, you know, they're on, they're on the boat and, you know, and he's talking about sleeping next to her as in the action of going to sleep mm-hmm. unconsciousness. And it of course turns, uh, into there's an undertone of, do you mean sex? And essentially it comes up where, you know, she lived her whole life, never seeing a man until him. And she's like, no, I totally are you talking about the biological shit. Listen, dude, I know what you're up to. And she's like, and this was the best exchange in the movie where she was like, I know what it's about. And she's like, and essentially what we've discovered is men are essential for reproduction. But when it comes to pleasure, they are not necessary. And the fucking theater erupted. And so many straight women were, I mean, I, I don't even think very many of them were gay. Like if there was 300 people, in the, 200 people in the theater, 20 people were gay. So then you cut that in half men and women. So maybe 10 lesbians in the whole goddamn movie. Although it was Wonder Woman. So I'll say 20. <laughs> Let's just double it. Let's just double it at least. But like still, that was so beautiful because I think that the most important thing, the most, one of the, one of the biggest things of all time when you think about female mutilation, when they cut off the clitoris, when you think about um, the way that men assume that women don't think sexually, that they have to be the aggressors, that like it's not attractive, it's 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 a, like it's very um, it's the opposite of attractive when a woman is sexually. Uh, aggressive or devious or not devious. Fuck, I can't believe I said that word. I meant. Um, sexually um assertive assertive yeah sure of themselves and confident and in their power desiring of sex that's what i I was gonna say sexually desiring like just so and the the way that men don't think that women are that way or to then say we fear that they are so let's cut off their fucking pleasure point 
go fuck yourself. Like, are you kidding? Like, that is the thing that, and that's what was so great about that is where it was just like, they're essential for, for procreation, but not for fucking pleasure, which is actually true to be honest, because like in all actuality, not, not, and I don't want to say like in general, of course, that's not true because of course people arouse people and there are people (laughs) who are attracted to muscular masculine bodies and therefore that leads them to pleasure and therefore engaging in a sexual act with a being that is like that is going to arouse them and therefore bring pleasure and then the penis is going to feel good inside whatever but the point is is that it's not fucking necessary and we know that go ahead i obviously don't have a penis (laughs) (laughs) I don't, guys, in case you were curious. But the thing that I found so beautiful about that and in regards to every single thing that you were saying, I think that there is this, not even I think, I know, based off experience, that when it comes to women's pleasure, when it comes to our own innate pleasure, regardless of what it is, but especially when it, you know, deals with like a sexuality or a sensuality, there was always a fucking man connected to it. Yes, absolutely. You know, and the thing that was so beautiful about that line that we don't need men for pleasure a does not connote lesbianism not that there's anything wrong with that because you got a fucking big old dyke speaking right now however what it means is that even that idea that like a woman needs a man in order to feel pleasure means that the man then owns that pleasure exactly and which a is such fucking bullshit, but it's been so ingrained into our society to believe that, you know, a masturbation is wrong or B, you know, if you were able to pleasure yourself or fucking like feel what you feel without a partner that has a fucking penis, there's somehow something wrong with you, which we're also in June. Happy pride month, everybody. For reals. Um, perfect time for the movie to come out. Perfect time for the movie to come well, out. Well, and perfect year. Perfect, perfect, perfect fucking we'll year. We'll get back to that. Keep continuing. Um, you know, and the fact that it's very subconscious, but it's also very clear. And Patty Jenkins, again, like fucking director of this movie, who did such a fucking brilliant, brilliant, brilliant fucking job brilliant beautiful um, every goddamn like fuck so fucking and i'm not even talking from like we're not I, talking about this 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 power female um perspective we're talking about filmmaker perspective and i'll tell you filmmaker perspective everything about the direction was perfect everything everything what what did we say at the end what did i there was a million moments where like i would where we'd like whisper something to each other during like oh that was like a perfect fucking shot everything 
the fucking when the, that secretary character there was a character who was a secretary oh my god and they asked her so a question she was so funny but they they asked her a question and she looked off as if it was a lie and the way it was framed was there was a ton of empty space to the way she was looking <laughs> like there was no but nothing to confirm that she was telling even that immediately it's like that's such a perfect side look with a fucking a frame with her on the side with empty space and you, you see that so often when it's a one shot it's center so to see, and that's what i'm saying is that that's what's beautiful is that it was to show and that there was she's looking to no one and i will say this on top of that yeah this is the thing that i really loved and appreciated yeah that like the opening fucking sequences when you know Again, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Turn it off. Um, but when the quote-unquote enemy comes through mm-hmm. and into their world, mm-hmm. you know, there's no... Um, there's no clear distinction slash divide, meaning that the director did not try to make it a point to be like, this is how fucking badass women are. And I need to really prove my point with this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it really was just, it, it An enemy was has honest. invaded our property. Yeah. And it yeah. was honest and it was fucking authentic. Yeah, And they all rode together on horses. And what was beautiful was that, uh, Chris Pine's character, man from, um, another area, of the universe that was <laughs> privy to gunpowder was like, uh, I hope they have guns because yeah. they're fucking horseback with swords and arrows. Yeah. And so you see these fucking chicks be badass as fuck with arrows and swords and fucking be amazing, which I think is how war should be fought anyway. I think that I fucking bombs and all that shit is pussy. The, so, which I hate that that's the word, right? Who is it? Betty White who said that like, you know, I hate that people say that it takes balls when you're strong when she's like, pussies take a fucking pounding. Yeah. It's so true. Like a it pussy is, is so fucking strong. Yeah. Like a, a balls, you fucking, you fucking accidentally tap them the wrong way and they're bowling oh over Oh my God. Oh, I know. I can't my, walk. It's true. Yeah, it's I true. know. Yeah. I know. Take a kick to the cunt and then Like that come thing back you posted earlier us. about Ivanka Trunk, Trump, Trunk, <laughs> Trump. Ivanka um, cunt. Ivanka Trump on Twitter. <laughs> that uh, gif was great. That was a yeah, great, fucking funny, Frances funny McDormand in uh, her new movie that she has coming out. She kicks. Uh, I feel like you should get money for that. You've posted so many gifs because you you for great tweets. But I'm like, are you on the marketing team? Um, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, fucking like Frances McDormand is like one of those fucking women I that like I fucking love because she does not give a fuck and that's why people give her so much shit because she does not but give who gives her a shit fuck. can i ask you that have you witnessed this i've never heard anyone give francis mcdormand are shit are you serious yeah what do you mean who again twitter oh really i see i don't oh yeah because because uh, like fucking award season <laughs> when she was not hashtag not smiling and everybody was like, what's wrong with Frances McDormand? Like, she's not smiling. Like, it's oh, her brand. she looks like blah, Her brand blah, 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 is blah, to, blah, to blah. purse her lips and show her dimple chin. That's the brand. 
See, but like even I that, I, I, that I know that I know that you're fucking joking. God damn it! But it fucking makes me so. They, it's what they, it's 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 that is sexism, and it's it, in it's in in a phrase. Don't you know you'd be so much prettier, if, prettier if you smiled? Why yeah. don't you smile? Do you know how much I've gotten that? Because people always think I'm such a cunt. People always think that. Like, and now I know you don't. Now, when you first met me, did you think I was? No, no. I thought you were. I thought, man, then, <laughs> this is like, this is gonna, this is like. We don't have to take a turn. This is reserved for an entirely different podcast. But like, I remember like when I met you, I a, didn't think that you were a cunt and I didn't think that you were cold, which is like you know what i get accused of a lot yeah but like what i thought you were was um intriguing Hmm. and uh, there was like a fuck ton more to you than like met the eye and i mean you were never gonna see me be a cunt we gotta be honest because i we cast you in a movie that i was producing so yeah i know I but mean, i but was constantly like are you okay everything good everything no good? but i'm talking but i'm talking like legit like fucking like first time okay no i know that, like we fucking met at, i like, remember that day fucking jillian aramante no yep. i finally know how to say her last name i jillian think you aramante. <laughs> you just, wait i think you did it right that time <laughs> Jillian Aramonte, who's like fucking like I judging Amy and fucking girl interrupted in every other goddamn fucking movie you've ever right. seen for the past it, 20 years. The the tongue roll was. was yeah. Good. Well, you know, got to keep the tongue in shape. <laughs> it is a muscle. Um, But no, like. That's the thing that I, I, I feel is so interesting and, and something, again, that I thought was so beautiful uh, within Wonder Woman, you know, um, is that you have a quote-unquote female villain. Yeah. Right? Yep. And it would be very easy. I could so easily see a fucking like studio head fucking straight male white director and again not all straight white men not all of them but the majority of you fuckers um and it's it's that same thing with mom mentality you put an individual and they're like okay we get it but then you put a room full and when hollywood is made up of men i was gonna say straight and then it just turned into men because i'm just like what is there even at that point what is there sexuality or anything mean when you get a room full of men it's a mom mentality and all of them are going to be like totally women are all crazy let's make her be totally batshit and but but here's the deal but what patty jenkins did which i thought was so fucking beautiful and incredible go ahead yeah is that like she didn't it wasn't about like woman against like fucking woman it wasn't about like fucking wonder woman against like the quote-unquote fucking female villain you know, like the female villain was a quote unquote to a certain degree, mod- like a fucking like minimal plot point. So well, like- that's the point is that honestly, it she was genderless to me. Yes. I think that her being a woman was um, a very important point. Yeah. So that it wasn't just so it showed that like that there was that women could be evil too. 
Yeah. That there could be. And so it was very important in terms of the story and in terms of humanity and in terms of, you know, it's not just a woman versus all men. Yes. However, the character in itself was essentially genderless. And that being said, too, you remove the very the the emotional connection between Chris Pine and Wonder Woman and she was genderless too because you know she was removing her trench coat all the time to go into battle and but yes and without people being like whoa hang on you're not wearing very yes. clothes yes she would it wasn't about that she wasn't trying for anything you know what I mean so so I think that's one of the most important things is that aside from just is is that the the prerogative was sexless it was sexless and you know that's what this makes me think of most importantly yeah i might go deep here for a moment please do if you don't mind i love it um and like of course the fucking like co-host of the show tag along she's sneezing she's sneezing which is like technically like really like heather not me but like heather turman um it's her dog um that i just got the fucking (laughs) i mean you're getting the kisses right now not me kisses right now i mean i think we know who gets the. she's so great i love her so much who gets the love from tag Um, (laughs) well that's what happens when you work from home most of the time for fuck's sakes god damn it um for fuck's sakes tag along i love you um <laughs> thanks tag along for the leading um but like the point being that <clears throat> you talk about like the characters that like are like quote unquote genderless you know um I think that Patty Jenkins did what I see what you're going to say. Go ahead. It's that it's not genderless. It's it's both genders ulti- at, at equally both. Yes. And I mean within each of us. Well, I would even say more than that. Okay. What? Is that because I remember like in the beginning of the film I was like like oh my god. Like the female villain, she's like um, fucking God. the you, yeah you you said the the shadow self yeah she's yes, I'm like the she's like self. the fucking shadow self Sekhmet Sekhmet um yeah. and that like Hathor Sekhmet yeah, yeah. like Hathor Sekhmet like the like goddess of pleasure versus goddess of fucking like destruction yeah. anger rage all of that which like is in all of us you know like there's the balance within all of us. Which ultimately, I think, is every superhero. Well, yeah, for sure. Story, but but continue. But just I want to mention that. Uh, but what I loved and what I thought was like so fucking brilliant, and again, so fucking beautiful about this movie was that love transcends all gender. Love transcends everything. Yes. And I'm not talking about the fucking like two dimensional, one dimensional bullshit fucking love that Hollywood tries to fucking prescribe, you know, that like women and men fall fucking victim to in equal fashion. 
I literally think that fucking like Patty Jenkins in her fucking way in this fucking movie literally redefined and brought to a new position and exaltation what it is to love. Yes. Where it is, I am willing to give up self Mm -hmm. in order for the greater good because I know what the greater good is. Yes. And the other individual being like, I'm so grateful that you understand what the greater good is and this is going to hurt like fuck. But like, we're in this together. Yes. And so there's no fucking guilt. There's no fucking like sorrow. Like I hate heterosexual love stories, but I'll tell you that. And I hate <gasps> most, and I hate most homosexual ones in the, the media, but in, in film intelligent. But here's what I'm going to say is that this was one of the best love stories I've seen. Oh my God. Since fucking Titanic. And they didn't even fuck. Exactly. Well, I guess they did in Titanic. It was soul fucking. They soul fucked through the whole goddamn fucking movie. For sure. For sure. And Wonder we don't Woman. know if they fucked or not. The lights went dark after they kissed. But you know what? But the here's lights the thing. went dark. But here's the thing. You know what? <gasps> fucking doesn't equal love. I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't. Obviously. But it certainly makes love deeper. Sorry, everyone who's listening to this podcast and is like, I'm so in love. I'm fucking like the like hottest person. And then we're like, fucking does not equal love. But and it then doesn't. Like, no, oh it doesn't. God. It's an expression of love depending because that's the thing is a lot of people get it wrong. Right. And it's something that I think I certainly understand. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Uh, I was just going to say, like, it's never, like, people are like, oh, I want to make love to this person. No, you guys are, you're making love with. Like, you two are doing it. Like, it's never like, you know, I don't know. I think, like, (laughs) there's an imbalance. (laughs) People, People, the perception of sex and what it is, is always like a woman relenting to a man. It's always them kissing and then she relents or, um, and in fact, I'll say this is, is I know that the male lead in the film that we did together had an issue with a lot, uh, an action description that I partially wrote that I wrote with a, a male co-writer. But the thing is, is that. And we're talking about the movie Stuck mm-hmm. that I'm in. That's going to be coming out soon. That's it's fucking fall. amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and, and it is, it's fantastic. You're fantastic in it. Thanks. Plug. But, I paid her to say that. <laughs> but, um, you know, he did mention, like, you know, it kind of says here, like, like, the, like, da, 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 like this happens. And, and then Chloe relents. He's like, I don't like how that sounds. And I was like, ooh, yeah, I don't either. Like, all of a sudden, I heard it. And, and uh, he, he's great for women. Like, I think he's a fantastic advocate for... for um, Amir Talal. Um, Talai. Talai. Yes. Sorry. It's okay. The I could be an L if you're looking at it all. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you need fucking glasses <laughs> and you don't have health insurance, Amir Talal is out there. No, Amir Talal. He, he's great with, with um, understanding, understanding 
um, and being an advocate for women, in, especially in entertainment, but women in general. But anyway, he pointed that out, and immediately I was like, oh, yeah, why does she relent? It's not supposed to be like that. It's more like she hears the other chick around, and that's when she's like, oh, yeah, and she makes the decision. And that's what it was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be about the awareness of – I know this other chick is aware of this, so I'm going to give in. But it wasn't about giving in. It was about then taking control of the situation. Yeah. But that being like, so it's one of those things where, you know, film in general sort of kind of always has that where like at first a woman is like, no, or at least she like wants to be pursued or chased. Um, And then men get this idea that that's supposed to be what they, what their job, like what, what their role is in, life (laughs) yes yes essentially yes i'm the hunter yes yes well well and this brings me to my biggest uh gripe with with gender history is this the essential then gender roles and the way that they developed but ultimately it's the sense that like we, if you break things down between men and women, and I know you, have, you and I have had this conversation before about uh, physically women could never overpower man, men physically, right? So naturally it would, would then make sense that they would sort of fall um, into a category of um, then being dependent upon men early on is what I'm saying. Like you're talking about like early peoples and like whatever. And when it was the men go out and they like fucking pillage and probably rape other women and then come home to the cave. I don't know. I'm being totally ridiculous now, but you know, <laughs> but I'm just trying to paint a picture. Essentially women could never physically overpower men as a whole, as a whole. But that's what's so beautiful about women and why I think that women are so incredible is that yet we're sitting here talking into a microphone and we have, for the moment, every right that a man has in this country. Is it fully equal? Not at all. Not at all. Nor is it an even playing field because women don't get to break the rules. Women don't get to do so many things. But essentially, as it's written, we get to vote, we get to pay bills, we get to do whatever the fuck, right? So what I'm saying is, is that this happened by sheer... Uh, like courage and mental power. Women are powerful um, from the inside and women utilize, I think it was (laughs) like a, you know, centuries long chess game, a game of strategy. You know, but like the, the, like part of me is like, yeah, like uh, there's like a huge, I feel like the Lexi Alexander part of me is Mm -hmm. like, no of course i get because that fucking like lexi alexander like is someone that like fucking a well she's like no bullshit like a- a- and that's the thing right so <clears throat> even that like perception that like we have of ourselves that is based upon a patriarchal fucking uh, i don't have women that no but well, hear me out. Go ahead. Right? Mm-hmm. Women, let me carry that. Let me carry, let me do that for you. I hate y'all. that. I hate like, that. Well, so do I. Like, when we were at fucking, like, Jillian Aramonte, um, who's the director of Stuck, 
she just like recently had a fucking like garage sale, right? And like half the shit that she was trying to sell like didn't get sold. And so it had to be like carried somewhere. And it was some heavy fucking shit. Yeah. And we carried it, like, you know, diagonal down the street. But what I remember is that like the dude that was there that like for all intents and purposes, like was like really fucking nice guy, like not painting him out to be like fucking sexist. But it's like, like inherently it's, it's, it, 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 it's like fucking spiritual fucking genetics that we need that we're like in continual it's not even just spiritual genetics. it's everything because you look at you look at a the media then generations parents grandparents brothers like well that's what every i'm saying relationship you witness you only know self in relationship to others so every single other is showing you men carry heavy shit it's well, polite for men to do this well this and is yeah. yes no i know what you were saying and like and that's the thing is that I have fought that my entire life. I have not, I've never identified. Yeah. So you know what? So here's the deal. Yeah. And this is where I guess like, I feel like physical thing. Women can never. Yeah. I feel like I, I I I guess what I mean is, is that we use our minds to do exactly what they do, but it requires a mental plan. Musk, musk, physical, muscular build. We cannot stand next to them and hoist a fucking, bolder as far Most no but women, you know but you know what it women. makes me think of it makes what? me think of um rape would not be as much of a thing if women could fight off that's all i'm saying whoa i it wouldn't i'm just saying is that physically we cannot yes no that's but, what i'm but saying. here's but here and women decided to be like fuck you you're not raping me i'll do what you say but then i'll secretly do what i want behind your back well yeah well a it makes me think of like the women in fucking washington state b I mean, it, it, it makes me think of many, 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 many things. Um, it makes me think of the, there's that like story in the Bible, like the fucking like parable about like the fucking giant and mm-hmm. fucking Daniel, though I think like Daniel was in the lion's den. Are you like, Cain and Abel? I don't fucking know. Okay. There was like some like fucking like little dude. And there yeah, was like the a fucking giant. giant yeah. Right. And like the giant like had like all this power and everybody was like, you're not going to be able to fucking defeat the giant. But like he defeated the giant because he got him in like the quote unquote fucking third eye. Mm. Right. So <clears throat> that even thinking like in terms of like physical power. Right. If women are taught strategy, that, that's why I said, that's yeah, what I know, saying. I know, yeah. but, but here's the deal, right? Yeah. Like in terms of strategy that like, it's not just mental, it's also physical in regards to like, I'm not saying it's not physical. I'm just saying if you're in a ring and like the, the, the odds are against you. In terms of size and the way the bodies work. Do you know that I had this teacher who I despised in high school? And I'll say this out loud. He was a softball coach. Um, and I was, you know, pitcher in softball. But I'll tell oh, you this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, um, but he was strangely, and, and here's the thing that was, he didn't realize he was a goddamn fucking, he didn't even realize that he was a hypocrite in so many ways because he was very, a he was very much an advocate of women. He wanted to coach softball, not baseball. He had a sister that he talked about and then he would say, Oh, and then she married some douche. 
And um, he told my mom at parent-teacher conferences that <laughs> that he knew I was dating a douche because his sister married a douche anyway. But he had said this thing where he was always very adamant about about women and how powerful they were. And I remember he lined up chairs against a wall in the library and he told us that women could do something men couldn't. And he made us all put our foreheads against the wall at like and be um, uh, make make ourselves into a 90 degree angle, essentially, with your forehead and back and then your legs over the chair. And men could not pick up this chair. They couldn't do it. And I saw met boys in the class be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? They didn't get it. They're like, what the fuck? And it's because they don't have we, the first muscle that enables us to do that is like the the pelt like the oat like that all those reproductive muscles is like the pickup like when you're at that angle um and all the women could do it we couldn't understand how they couldn't and they're like what the fuck what the fuck and so it's just that thing where yes physically we're different and i know that there's things we can do that they can't just like there's things that they can do that we can't but like and 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 that's just a fact you know what i mean like i sure as fuck can't like you know, go ahead. I was going to say something perverted and then I'm like, why would I say that? Just go ahead. (laughs) Well, you know, like I think of like the childhood bullies that I had Mm -hmm. and all of the bullies that I had were boys. Like they were all boys. I think you talked about one of your podcasts recently who was a girl. There was like one. Okay. Um, and like she got because I was surprised because the way you were talking, it had sounded like it was a boy. Yeah, and then all of a sudden a you're like, yeah, and then and she... I was in high school, but like in elementary school and like middle school, like I all remember, boys. like I remember, like in English class in like fucking like eighth grade, like I had like a boy that sat like right behind me that would like fucking like grab grab like the back of my hair and like slam my fucking like head into the wall. Like, because I was, like, right against a fucking wall. Fuck. Um, And I think that, like, women are taught from the time that they're girls in, like, every single way. And I talk about this again and again on this fucking podcast in regards to that, like, if women are taught to believe that, like, their bodies are not theirs and that, like... their their sense of selfhood you know um that which they are from early on barbie's yeah, nothing without ken yeah where it's where it's um you know i love the power rangers the one you know there's two females on there one of them of course has to have a fucking boyfriend like it just it, it is just is the way it is See, and, and, and that's the thing that, again, like, to bring it back to fucking, like, Wonder Woman and, like, the reason that I fucking love this so fucking much, like, so fucking much is the fact of, and again, like, to all of the fucking men that were fucking butthurt about, like, a woman-only screening, A, fuck you. Again, it's the fear. They're living, they're operating from a place of fear. And B, fuck you. I don't, and that's the thing is that I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I I really don't, like, I really don't fucking care because (sighs) to be able to be in that fucking theater tonight. It was beautiful. 
And I'm gonna like I know it's okay you can cry <laughs> To be able to like Be in like a theater full Of like individuals But like especially women And to feel that Like camaraderie Where it was like Oh yeah like absolutely, you know. Well, like, that's what was so beautiful about that first joke. That line, <sighs> that the, they're not necessary. When it comes to pleasure, they're not necessary. There wasn't a moment like that before. There wasn't a, a group. There wasn't a collective moment. And then that line, and there was such a powerful laugh. That was not like giggling, like we were embarrassed. We didn't want our boyfriends to hear. It was just like, ha, 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 like everyone. Yeah, because you know what? Like, here's the deal. Like, men, you have nothing to do with my fucking pleasure. (laughs) And therefore, you have nothing to do with my fucking power. And if that is a fucking threat to you, then go to fucking therapy and fucking deal with it. Exactly. And fucking, like, deal with your fucking own bullshit. Exactly. It's just crazy. Like, it's crazy because here's the thing, right? Like, everything you're saying, like, it was so beautiful. And this is the way, here's the thing. Because I've said this before to many people and um, a fellow comic, I do comedy, a fellow comic, I'd read her post online after she had seen Ghostbusters. Because I think... Do you want to plug the comic? Bobby Oliver. She's great. She's great. Um, one of the best joke writers in the business. And yet women is not writing women. for. Yeah. And, um, you know, she has a, f- a comedy festival this week called Laugh Girl Riot Fest. Um, but that's the thing is that um, such a, one of the best joke writers in the goddamn fucking business. And next to so you. many men. I will take I will appreciate that. And you will take that and you will receive that. I'll receive it from you. Because I, I just have to say, like, hashtag side note. Heather Turman. Honest to fucking God. Like, probably one of, like, the funniest people I've ever fucking encountered in my goddamn fucking life. And it takes... A lot for someone like me, a fucking cynical New Yorker that doesn't find anything funny um, to laugh. And she makes me laugh on the reg. So, well, anyone you're all if you're listening to this is because you listen to or you I'm sure follow Heather on Twitter. And um, it's one of the funniest fucking Twitter accounts. My favorite one, probably. Thanks. Hilarious. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that's unbiased. It just is. It's very funny. Every time you write a tweet, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking great. So good. I'll retweet to my no followers. Like, you need it. Follow Heather Herman. <laughs> follow her. But she's like, fucking brilliant. But no, like, that's the thing is that, so she's a brilliant joke writer. And I'll say that this is that um, if she were a man, it, it, it's just that crazy thing where, you know, like her entire career would be different, but uh, she had mentioned about Ghostbusters and it really, cause I didn't, I couldn't articulate how I'd felt after I'd seen it. And she had said, um, that she had cried in it. And the reason why is cause for the first time she was watching a film where women were the heroes and they weren't wearing slutty outfits. And the word slutty is terrible. They weren't wearing skimpy outfits. They weren't wearing little amounts they of clothes. They weren't a human prop. They weren't the human props. Male protagonists. They were wearing like fucking jumpsuits and using science. 
They didn't use their tits, which, listen, I'll say here, I nobody's a bigger fan of tits than me. Like, probably no one, I promise. <laughs> but, like, I swear to God, like, just using science and their brains to invent things to fight crime is unheard of. We never saw women do that, ever. And so, you know, people were talking shit about the movie. Oh, it's not like the original, this, that, and the other thing. They came at it with it a completely... Um, you know, anytime there's a reboot, you want it to be, you hold it to a different standard. You want it to be something it's never going to be. It's a reboot. It's a different thing. It's a reinvented idea off of the same brand, off of the same, you know, story. But I will say this is the difference between that and Wonder Woman. I mean, number one, I am never somebody who loves blockbusters. I hate summer movies. Go fuck yourself. I don't fucking need the goddamn blockbusters. They're a ploy for dumb fucks who want to argue about which was the better goddamn action action sequence. I don't give a fuck. I like the fall movies. I like Oscar season. I like the little independence. You know what I mean? Like whatevs. But I like to see what people can do with no money. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel. I'm like, oh my God, what you did with $40,000 is incredible. Um, But that's the thing is that Paul Feig directed Ghostbusters great i adore him i think he did well did a good movie patty jenkins took it to a whole nother level and you look at i mean i'm looking at the way that she punches something and it's like nothing and then chris pine punches something and then has to shake out his hand in like the background you know what i mean little shit like that like just like whatevs and it's not even blatantly it's not blatantly fuck you men we don't need you it's just she's powerful and you're not and there's such a sense of she's not aware of it. She doesn't think men should, because she was raised in, an, in a land without men. So she doesn't understand that men are supposed to be more powerful. And that is what is so perfect. Because then she goes into a world where there are men and women and all the people are like, oh, we got to put you in this. You need to wear this. You need to wear that. You need to hold hands because they got to be together. Like, what is a woman doing here? And she's just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just trying to do my fucking thing. Because she didn't understand that fucking idea. And that is why it is genderless. And that's what I was trying to say. Is that it's completely genderless in that way. Yeah. No. I I completely agree. And like the thing that's so beautiful is that like, you know, Chris Pine's character. It's it's so interesting, like, when you think of, you know, the role of, like, men and the role of women and, like, sexuality and sensuality and, like, coupledom and, like, all of that stuff. And, like, you know, I feel like men are as much a victim of the patriarchy as women are. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Um, I'm the biggest believer in that because all of my friends are men and I, I see it. And... You know, just that, like, idea of... Trying to live up to this false... Where it's just two beings that are having a fucking experience and getting getting to be fully received and getting to be fully seen. And stripped of any expectations. And that's what it is, is you walk into a situation with expectation. And that's what's so beautiful about, you know... (laughs) I'm going to quote you here, and if you're... You can say fuck you and you can delete this later. I um, won't. 
I, I don't know how to fucking, I don't, I don't know how to fucking. I'll help you edit it out if you need to edit it out. Fuck you, it. We're just going to put this on. I don't get, I don't care. Um, that you say like, you know, you had said while we were watching it, you're like, I'm so grateful I get to be a lesbian <laughs> and like nothing that you haven't said before and nothing like crazy controversial. But the thing is with that is that. I think what's beautiful about that is getting to every relationship you walk into without an expectation, without a preconceived, like it's more like, um, any relationship you walk into, it's more figuring out what the person's about, what the person, what the person's energy is. Like, how does, how does that individual deal with this? And how does that individual deal with that? And like, what's that individual's preferred um, position in this and that and the other, there's no expectation on, oh, you're both going to be two chicks who love to cook and hate sports and, you know, talk till the end of time and, you know what I mean? Like, and never have sex. Like, that's not at all, you know what I mean? No, I, I do completely. Um, All I've got to say is this is like a Patty Jenkins, Chris Pine. Like, oh, no, but wait, sorry. Wait, go ahead. If you're wrapping it up, I have to say the word I invented. No, I totally a want to fucking hear this, but like, I just have to say nobody is paying me to fucking do this. You know, I only like do things like this, like when I feel so fucking inspired and like I hadn't until this fucking moment um so like fucking a thank you patty jenkins for um <clears throat> you know being a conduit you know um to let everybody like men and women alike but like especially women like thank you for you know, producing and directing a fucking movie that reflected like the truth of who we are back to us, which is really that like love and not in like the fucking like hippie to be fucking bullshit sense, but like real true fucking love, which good means... versus evil man fucking. And that's just it. Love versus fear is good versus evil. Mm hmm. And that's just it. Right versus wrong. It's the same thing. And you'd mentioned this on your podcast before. And you're like, oh, we should have people talk about the light and the dark. And let's come up with different. That sounds racial. Let's have different words. And then I listened to it. And I was like, there's no. It's it's literally love and fear. Yeah. It's the same idea. Yeah. It's all the same idea. Yeah. Love and fear. And at the end of the day, those are the two things. And you have somebody who's fighting with the idea of love. And you have somebody who's fighting with the idea of fear. And the villain in that movie, the real villain the man was fighting with fear because he said these people are not, I fear they're, they're, they're uh, giving us a bad name. I want it back. I want all of this back. Mm -hmm. We must get rid of them. Mm -hmm. They make too many mistakes. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, because they're all of it. You're not seeing the whole picture. They're all of it. I believe there's good in them. And Mm -hmm. she let, another one of the villains go Mm -hmm. because she saw a human. um, She saw motion. She saw something she related to. And I think like that's the, and you had mentioned to me during where you said, 
this is the difference between men and women right now is that women will take a second yeah and see and feel and then give the benefit of the doubt and if it ends up killing them it ends up killing them because it was for yes no yes 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 absolutely because it's not about being right it's about truly desiring to see the truth which is that we need the evil to to bring out the good to know the good right can experience one without experiencing the other exactly it's it's the yin and the yang it's the it's everything it's it's everything you cannot know one without the other what's the word are you ready for this i'm ready for this femchismo <gasps> Femchismo. No, femchismo. Femchismo. This is femchismo at its best. Like machismo. Like when men are machismo. I've never heard that. You've never heard machismo? I don't know her. Oh my God. <laughs> Every Anybody who listens to this, please tweet at Heather that. Okay. And you can make fun of me and say like that was a lame word. Like what the fuck? But I'm talking about like, you know, they're just like, oh yeah, the machismo. Like these movies are too machismo. These guys are too machismo. And it's like the macho, but they say machismo. It's macho. Mm, mm. So I'm saying that this was like femchismo. And that it's like just a bunch of chicks being strong as fuck. Dude, it was fucking Xena Warrior Princess on fucking and steroids. And you're a Xena fan on steroids. And I've never seen Xena. <gasps> I know I'm the worst lesbian. <laughs> I'm the worst. I fucking tag along just looked up. Like she was like, what the fuck? I know. Um, but there, I, I want to say really quick yeah. before, cause I know you're about to wrap up. Here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just the story. Cause we keep praising the story and this and that and the choice. And of course, director mm-hmm. gets final choice. Um, and no, she doesn't really. Um, cause directors cuts a whole different thing, but, um, in terms of what gets left in and what gets cut out and, um, shot by shot, the thing is incredible beautiful and so the vision itself is is incredible the idea of wonder woman with brightly colored clothing with like brightly colored whatevs like da 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 no everything's metallic everything's Linda dark fucking carter man everything's fucking dark yeah. and that's what's beautiful um and i also just like every choice in that way was Every choice, every choice of everything, every, every decision to include a reaction, like everything was, everything was incredible. The direction was out of this world. And you had posted on Twitter that stat and it blew my mind and I've never talked to you about it. I can't believe I haven't talked to you about it. But the thing of like, you know, people were like, oh man, she only, her can you believe it? She only directed like an 8 million indie and then got this 150 million fucking budget. Seriously? And then you posted that stat about the other two male filmmakers. At least like two of It was just an example, however many you could fit in 140 characters. Yeah. But had had like $150 million indie that led to an 8 million or whatever, like 50 million fucking feature and then whoever the fuck who did like another like yeah. all under a million got huge million dollar budgets. Yeah, I know. And then hers are like, whoa, you're giving away. Taking the- a gamble. Yeah. Taking a gamble on a fucking woman. $150 million fucking budgeted film. So like, which I have to say to that fucking like the Hollywood reporter fucking writer, A, go fuck yourself. Um, even though like somebody else had tweeted at me like, 
well, like, you know, in case you want to know, the woman that, the person that wrote that was like a fucking woman. And the truth is, it's like, I don't fucking care. Like, men are a fucking woman. You know, like, A, your sexism, your sexism is showing. Yeah, because sexism is inherent in all of us anyway. I feel it as a woman toward other women. And then I catch myself and be like, wait a second, what the fuck? Where it's yeah. been so ingrained in us that it's in our fucking behavior. So, I mean, here's the deal. At the end of the fucking day, you know, like we're like in the early morning hours right now of like fucking Saturday, you know, fucking like Arclight, which is like a fucking theater in Los Angeles was packed. I was sitting next to a fucking uh, fucking uh, basic fucking uh, middle-aged white dude in fucking sweatpants and a black fucking t-shirt that was fucking balding and had a receding hairline and was sighing every 2.5 fucking seconds um and though (laughs) who came up to us in the snack line uh the key grip from the film (gasps) together that's right a white dude key grip from stuck came up to us Excited to see us, asked about the movie, and then said, I swear to God, that was the funniest movie I've ever worked on. Yes. And it was what? Written by a woman, directed by a woman, starring a woman. Yeah, well, you know So that was a beautiful moment. Just have to point that out. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Is that like, you are one of the funniest fucking individuals I've ever met. And I know that I am one of um, the greatest actors ever. Um, and Jillian, you know, Aramante is um, genius as well. So, like, that's the thing. Is that, like, I'm really looking forward to the fact that, like, we get to be the leaders of the pack. Where we get to show that, like, we're not the exception. That it's just part of the norm. You know what I mean? That like women, it's not like, oh my God, like what Whoa, a fucking Whoa, we're exception. so surprised. We're so Holy surprised. shit. It's just like, yeah, man. Especially because like, like if I even look back, I don't see like, think about Lucia Ball and Carol, Bur- Carol Burnett and Betty White and fucking Barbara Streisand. Like you even think about Barbara Streisand. You think about the women from. She kept her nose despite her face. Madonna that- kept the gap in her teeth despite her. Everyone said, why did you, why didn't you fix that? And she said, it gives me character. Of course, I like have to jump in about Madonna. I, I mean, is too. it, is I it me? It. I love it. I love Madonna. But right. But, but at the end of the day, it's this, is that you even look back with comedy and you say, when you look back at, um, comedic icons mm-hmm. from in, in even just looking at that Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett and Betty White had started so early on. Um, and so many people did. Um, Goldie Hawn had started early on TV and laughing. And, and like you look at all these yeah. people. And so you say, I, I don't hear about men in that same way. And that's, what's kind of crazy. Like, like, you know, nobody says, Oh, Desi Arnaz. No, you know what they say about Desi Arnaz? Yeah. He came up with three cameras. That's what they say <laughs> about him. They don't say like, what a comedic genius. Yeah. Of course not. Absolutely fucking not. And here's the deal, like, again, for fuck's sakes, because I know that, like, 52% of my fucking listenership is men. I fucking they gotta know be that. gay. They gotta be gay. And, and even, and <laughs> even, even if, if they're not, even I applaud them because that means they want to fuck you, and I get it. Again. <laughs> ah, um, 
I, I, I think I made Miss Monterazzo a little shy here. It's yeah, okay. Wrap just, it up. I'll shut up. I like, I'm like, oh, that makes me, oh God, I'm fucking mighty. Just like the, the way that like some guys are like, bleh, like when it comes to like thinking about like sucking a dick, that's exactly how I feel about like picturing like a penis inside of me or like even fucking close to me. It makes me want to kill myself. Um, not that there's anything wrong with men. Again, I think men are great. And also, you know what? On top of that, even as I'm fucking saying this fucking bullshit, you know, like fucking patty cake, fucking like holding hands, not wanting to fucking offend anybody. Like, here's the deal. Like, if you've been listening to this fucking podcast and we're like at fucking like episode 13, 14, whatever the fuck, like, you know how the fuck I feel, you know, um... And, like, if you take offense, like, sorry, there's, like, nothing that I can fucking do about it. And, like, whatever. It's not my fucking job to fucking, like, get you to fucking like me. Um, Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's judgment. And what's judgment? It's What's judgment? What's judgment? What's judgment, I need to remind you. (laughs) Judgment. Here's the thing. When you impose, never trust another soul's journey. Yeah. Never trust judge another soul's journey because judgment is just you i mean we're all just an mirrors for each other one and we only know self in relationship to others so if people are hearing this and they don't like what they hear Mm -hmm. it's triggering something they either don't like within themselves Mm -hmm. or something that they don't know about and their soul is like and then they're gonna unconsciously lead their way to learning that very lesson to then later have compassion for you. And that is exactly the way that life works and people don't grasp that. And with that too, I will say, because there's been some shit that like I've definitely fucking heard in my day, you know? And again, I think that this like, I can't, I can't speak for men because I've never fucking been a man. Um, I've never actually even desired to like have a fucking penis. Like, I, I never really fucking have. I've never thought about, like... I've always thought it would just get in the way if I ran. I've always thought it'd be so annoying. And, again, like, if I got turned on, like, everyone would know. Whereas now, like, nobody has any idea. I'm just, like, walking through, like, the supermarket, like, horny as fuck, being like, Hi, how are you? <laughs> and it's totally great. But, like, just, like, the... The... Like, I don't fucking know. Like, the... I... Like, I feel like I've, like, even fucking, like, lost my point. Um, You know, but the truth is, is that I feel like we're in a very interesting time right now, you know, and, like, for me personally, and I can only speak for me personally, and that's it. I can't speak for anybody else, nor do I desire to. You know, who the fuck knows? Like, Russia could bomb us in the next fucking two days. So you just hope to shed a little light. And what is light? Love. Yeah, exactly. Like, shed that's a little it. Love. Like, I'm, I'm just, like, doing the best that, like, I fucking can. And, like, in those moments that I feel like I, like, need to apologize, like, I fucking will. You know? But I'll tell you what. Like, the apologies... um, don't come as swiftly and surely as they used to. Um, you know, because I... Don't I want to betray self. And on top of that, it's... It, 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 
yes, that is like the biggest thing. But like, again, like with women like you, me, fucking like Patty Jenkins, Lexi Alexander. I love that. Like I just got thrown in with these incredibly powerful women. Well, Keep no. going. I'll take it. I Keep mean, going. for fuck's sakes. It's like. Um, I made a $150,000 movie. They made a $150 million movie. Keep going. Yeah, but you know what? Like, that doesn't fucking, like, make a difference because it's, like, for fuck's sake. Like, that does not fucking make a difference. Um, We have so much to talk about. Um, You know, like, fucking, like, Lauren Warren. Fucking, like, Rebecca Theodore. Fucking, like, Akila Hughes. Fucking, like, Ashley Ford. Um fucking uh, oh god all fucking mighty like there are so many fucking women like um let's mention a high profile one elizabeth banks yeah but you know what can i tell you something go ahead someone like elizabeth banks again like i don't i don't know her um i've never met her like i'm sure she's fucking like fabulous Mm -hmm. like the women that i'm talking about like I fucking like April Rain, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm like d- d- trying to fucking like think of who else there are like so many, you know. Um, the women that I like interact with in like some kind of capacity and somewhat of a daily basis, you know, where I see their strength and I see what they work through. Like, in one way or another, um, in regards to misogyny or racism or fucking, like, homophobia or, like, fucking sexism, like, whatever the fuck it is. And, A, they don't let anything deter them from what they desire to do in their soul's purpose. Of course. You know? And... And that to me is like true power. So like when you say like, like, oh, you're throwing me in like the lump of like 150,000 to like 150 million. I was joking. Like, I was saying I'd take it. No, I know. But like, but with that too, right? In terms of like receiving practice, <laughs> um, it, it, it's there are a majority of women that I know that I don't mention on here, mm-hmm. you know, that like a might be making like millions of fucking dollars and really fucking famous and really fucking popular. <laughs> um, but they continually choose to, um, bend over not even like bend over but they choose to sell themselves short and they choose to deny who they truly are right out of fear right out as opposed to i'm willing to quote unquote take less yes um in order to gain more. In order to gain yes, more in the long is, run. Which, and not even just the long run. That's the thing that that is, I think, a little um, miss. I was going to say a misguided. But, yeah, but, I was, but it's more just misrepresented in the sense that 
um, if when the truth feels good, right? Yes. So when you honor self, yes, it feels incredible. Absolutely. That that's the thing. I I like know you want to talk about. Uh, let me just finish this. I, okay, well we'll do a high five. But that's like honestly the truth in that you know because again what's judgment? We fear judgment. Most of the things we do, it's because we fear other people's judgment. Um, twice in my life, and I'm not going to mention them, but twice in my life I've chosen for self only. For self only. And both times, um, knowing the, the judgment that was going to be imposed on me was going to be heavy, knowing that type, knowing who, knowing people that I adored the judgment that they were going to, um, feel toward me or think about me. I still, I knew I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter because betrayal of self is the largest form of betrayal. So in that way, those two moments, which I think changed the course of my life and, and also were my biggest truths were so undeniable in the sense of like they felt so good immediately and you know I mean I can sit here and say I I won't talk about those two things but I will say that in general I've I for one know that I've never like I didn't realize that I was different from men for a really long time like I didn't understand I didn't get it I didn't assume I was um when I was growing up I had a ton of friends who are boys we played football all the time I told my parents like I'm gonna be the first woman in the NFL and my mom's like you don't get it they're gonna crush you which I've told you before and she's like you don't get it like they've crushed you you can't be a wide receiver in the fucking NFL and I'm like yes I can watch me whoop the neighbor boys like mom I can run way faster I jump higher I catch the balls I get touchdowns and now I'm like holy shit I would absolutely be crushed which again goes to the physical thing mm-hmm right? Mm -hmm. Physically, Mm -hmm. I could never, unless I took a shit ton of steroids and made my life working out, Mm -hmm. handle a full season of NFL football. There's (laughs) no way. Yeah. And there is no way. And that's what I mean. There is some, just like men could never do a lot of things that women could do. Absolutely. And so deal with fucking period cramps which is the worst feeling known to anything i swear to fucking god they like they make me cry more and more every month i know i can't believe that yours are getting worse i know as i'm getting fucking older mine are like getting easier my but i will i mean the cramps are still they're they're death they're death if you don't take a shit ton of painkillers you're you're dead i I would die i get it i I without Thank God I was born in this generation. Aren't you all excited for the fact that we don't have fucking like affordable health care anymore? Yay. Well, let's not talk about that. Whatever. So I'm going to cut myself after this podcast. As long, special don't, episode. don't say that. Special episode. <laughs> no. Just say that. Listen, nobody's ever going to take away your choice. If you want to kill yourself, you kill yourself. Thanks. I love it's you. It's your choice. It's your I won't. Choice. I won't. I've I got way too much to do. I know you won't. Um, <laughs> got way too much to do. You do, but yeah, that's it. Just ultimately, I think that, um, I didn't, I didn't know that I was different from men until I did have a boyfriend in high school that would always try to tell me like, "You're a woman," and I'd be like, "What the fuck does that matter? I don't get it." Like I always thought, like I don't get it, and then I still like took his shit. But later, but 
until I started doing comedy and working in entertainment did I really understand. And then working in like bars, I would work in bars and men would be like, oh, I'll change a keg. And I'm just like, I can fucking do it. You dumb fuck. I can lift whatever the fuck. Oh, let me carry that like fucking box of sh- No, I can do it. I'm doing this because this is my workout. I'm trying to get muscles by mm-hmm. unloading all the fucking mm-hmm. alcohol. I'm not doing this because it's my mm-hmm. job. I'm mm-hmm. being like, oh, there's heavy boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to carry them across the restaurant so I get muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, continuously being like, let me get that for you. Let me get that for you. Let me like, those were the moments that I started to realize, oh shit. I'm considered this being that can't fend for myself. The mm-hmm. second people see me, I'm seen as something that, or in comedy, you walk on a stage and people have a different perception of what you should be or what you should say. And those were the moments that I started to realize, oh, I get it. This is what being a woman is. Cause I never understood it until then. Anyway. Oh, part of me feels so grateful that to like a certain degree I don't feel like I've ever been seen as a woman that's so bananas this shit is bananas B-A-N-A-N-A-S um Mindy Kaling come on my podcast I love that moment you did in the office um but like yeah I never really like because, like, I fucking, like, it was, like, always assumed when I was growing up, you know, that, like, helped me carry, like, whatever. Like, fucking, like, wench in the boat, you know. Um, I was never looked at. You were small at. and you were made to be this meek thing. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying the complete opposite. Like, I remember, like, my fucking dad, you know, like, we would go out on, like, the fucking boat. You know, and it was never like, Heather, get out of the way. I need to wench in the boat. He'd be like, you do it. And I would do it. I would be so fucking proud because I could fucking do it, Mm -hmm. you know. And it was like the fact that he looked at me in that way and didn't put any restrictions on me. Right. That made me a proud and then B inspired me to even prove myself more. Yes, of course. You know? Yes. But, yes. and with that too, though, like I remember like the fucking That's such like. such an important point. Sorry, keep going. Like. I'm just the, noticing. The day that like I fucking like my like front tooth was like completely fucking fake. Mm-hmm. Because basketball, like tiny little scrappy me. Um, like playing fucking point guard and like this bitch knocked me to the fucking ground and like I lost my whole entire fucking front tooth. My dad was at the fucking game and I remember like I got off the fucking court and I went to the girls fucking bathroom and I remember like seeing that I didn't have a fucking tooth anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, like everyone's nightmare. like did not have a fucking tooth <laughs> like fucking tooth like toothless and crying yeah um yeah because like it was like right at the fucking root and then i just <laughs> like something in me was like all right coach i'm ready to go back in and i like remember i like went back in 
and my dad was so proud of me and then we went to fucking dr schilling which is like my fucking dentist are they giving you money at like 9 30 at night and he like gave me like my fucking fake tooth and my my dad was like don't tell your mother and I'm like, I don't, I, I, I don't know how we're going to keep this a secret, but okay, what ups? Um, you know, but, but he always had that like thing of like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. So I feel like I got that like. That you weren't different. And not only. In the same was, way. Yeah, I get it. But, I played sports with boys. I never, they never said you're the girl. They said like, we want Heather on our team. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was it. And I remember, though, like, fucking, like, also being, like, the only girl on, like, an all-boys baseball team. Yeah, I remember you told me that. That's hot as fuck. <laughs> like, thing. <laughs> um, and I remember that, like, this boy got hit in the face with the baseball. And he was crying. And this was after I had gotten hit in the face with and the you baseball and I wasn't crying and the mother was like did you say like, there's no crying in baseball no the come I on you take an opportunity I think it was before a fucking league of their no own no way I think so maybe I think it I was, was like maybe eight it was. or nine okay, then it totally was totally was totally um was. but I like remember like the right mom before. was like why can't you be more like her why do you have to cry you see her she's not even crying but you're crying what the hell is wrong with you? Stop crying. And you did grow up in Long Island, so that was... I an, did. An, fucking cesspool of the universe. And so that was an accurate depiction. Like, most uh, people would be like, what is this, like, character mother? Uh, just totally talk about, accurate. like, toxicity. Not even, like, toxic masculinity <laughs> or, like, toxic femininity. Just toxicity, period. I told you about the best joke I ever heard. Strong Island. Strong Island. Oh, my God. I told you the best, like, moment that comic Tara I was with uh, on a tour once. And this chick who was so funny was dressed in, like, all leopard and, like, all this stuff. And she was, like, we were in this small town in upstate New York. And Tara's on stage. And she's, like, are you, where are you from? And she's, like, I'm from here. Like, I'm from Syracuse or Utica or wherever the fuck. And Tara's, like, or she's, like, where are you from, Long Island? And she's, like, no, I'm from here, Syracuse, wherever, like, right here. And Tara's like, is your outfit from Long Island? Because, like, it was so fucking perfect. Uh, anyway. Yeah, and I can, like, see, like, well, actually, like, here's... And, and again, like, it's like... It's, it's like, like Janice from Friends walking everywhere. I mean, and here's the deal, you know, like... I see myself, like, again and again just being like, oh, my God, well, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to offend, like, so-and-so and such-and-such. Such. But I'll fucking tell you. Fucking, like, where I fucking grew up... Like, fucking Nassau fucking county, like, fucking bullshit, like, long nails and fucking <laughs> big fucking hair and entitlement Aquanet, and fucking just privilege. like in the purse instead of like body spray. Yeah, like, contributed to the fucking, like, I guarantee you that fucking Long Island contributed to like more fucking global warming <laughs> than like the rest of the goddamn fucking country i swear to fucking christ i'm literally like imagining them being like oh what this stuff destroys the planet and then being like look at me look at me and then be like look at me destroying and then they're like doing it and then like and then we just like follow those molecules up and then just like psh, 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 like sun yeah, will come in and just it, catch them on i mean it's flammable aquanet's flammable that's the funniest shit yeah, it's like I wish that like over half those people actually got set on fire. Um, and no, I'm not going to retract that. 
um like I, I, I remember like growing up and saying that like I was placed there against my will, which I was because I was adopted. I had no say in the matter. Um, and everybody was like, why don't you have the Long Island accent? Because it's trash. Fucking bridge and tunnel trash. I fucking hate Long Island so much. Um, except it's for like, except for like fucking like Montauk and not, I'm not even going to fucking like say the like the Hamptons fucking. Like, but at the end of the day, a place me. is never trash. Like the people make it trash. And like like and that's the thing is like everything evolves, right? Like, yeah. You and know, you know yeah. what? And like, here's the deal. Like the, the people that made it out of Long Island. Oh, my God. <laughs> the people that made it out of Long Island, like the Natalie Portman's from Syosset <laughs> And the Rosie O'Donnell's and Alec Baldwin's from Matt's Where's Denny are from? Bitch be from fucking Queens or like the Bronx. That's the best fucking New York accent. Like legit Um, solid New York accent. Yeah, because that's the thing. I don't think she's from Long Island. No, she doesn't say Long Island, but she does. Long Island. But she's very like, you're right, like very like. Bronx, like Queens, like yeah, it's like people yeah. that say Long Island. It's like they literally Long. swallow a dick. Yeah, Long Island. It's just the um, G's. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you literally choke it. You choke on the fucking G. Got it. Um, <clears throat> uh, all the talk of Wonder Woman, and we're ending on choking on dicks. Um, <laughs> and like the fucking it was like, so good. Shit it was show, so good. Long like, Island. and there was so much to talk about, and I'm sure we'll we'll talk about. You'll you'll talk about more constantly. It was it was great. But I really for loved you, it. Will you come back on this podcast? Ms. I don't Charmin? know if I'll ever see you again. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Well, I hope so. We probably got like a press junket to do, considering that. I'm you know, sure we've got one or two stuck that we're both in that you also wrote and produced. So. I hope so. I hope so. I, I like let let me know let me know audience whether you want Ms. Heather Turman back. Um, all right. Well, the fucking like microphone just hit my fucking British teeth because <laughs> I am a hundred percent European, AKA fucking like 98% Irish. It's true. Listen, if you want me across the pond, I've got my British teeth and face ready to go for your fucking cameras. Um, I can do a really great Cockney She's accent. considering moving to London. I totally fucking am. I swear to fucking God, America doesn't appreciate my face. I mean, um, America doesn't appreciate my humor. <laughs> there you go. Let's just both move. Let's just go. Um, all right. Well, listen, guys, again, just go see fucking Wonder Woman. It's fucking amazing. Patty Jenkins, if you were here, I would fucking kiss your hand because you are just royalty in my eyes. And side note, yes. do you know what it did most beautifully, I have to say? Chris Pine was so lovable, wasn't he? Chris Pine was lovable And for this the is two gay women saying. I know, and I fucking worked with him on Princess Diaries too. Yeah, and I have a story for you privately about him. But publicly, let's just say that... That's a beautiful movie directed by a woman. That's not just like a down with men. He was great. He was yeah. great. Um, he and, was great. And lovable as hell. And I was in a blackout during Princess Stories too. <laughs> so I can't say whether or not he was lovable during that time. <laughs> but I'm sure he fucking was. Um, anyway, again, there's going to be um, 
new Shut Up and Listen with Heather Matarazzo. That's me, in case you were wondering who the fuck was talking this whole time. She is bedtime um, voice right now. It's time for I bed, do. I think, Miss Matarazzo. It is time for bed. Um, <laughs> and it, that will be on Thursday with um, Janet Katen Robinson, who is the creator of Sweet Vicious. And her co-writer, um, who's also fucking brilliant. And until then, please go see fucking Wonder Woman, W Squared, fucking brilliant. And again, Heather Terman, I love you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. And talking with me. Thank you. All right. Bye.